What's well, good, everybody? Morning. It's blizzard-like conditions. I'm going back to bed. To be honest with you. I'll see you guys in two hours. I'm, I'm a little stuffy, tired. So uh, I'll I'll sleep uh, a little bit more. But then after that, I'm going to a workout. Get out of this stuffiness. Keep it easy. As part of good practice, I'm going to start echoing. Uh, the Incarnation interviews as a practice. AKT, it's Brian over here at My Mental Download. Just wanted to thank you so much for being on Tie Talk this this uh, Thursday. I'm looking forward to getting on a regular schedule with you and having my phone fixed. And uh, because I think uh, you know this week was the best one yet, and I think we just have a lot more great ones to come. So take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay warm, stay safe. Yeah, Brian, great call, man. Great Tie Talk. Appreciate your time, my man. Looking forward to the next one, next Tuesday, January 9th. Next up, we got Aristotle on the ancient scroll. Ah, bring the ship inside, Milko. Hello? This is Captain Touch. Ah, Mr. Touch, how are you? Good. It's uh, Thursday today. Ah, I lost track of time. Is this Thursday? Yes. Ah, happy Thursday to you, my friend. Good, good. I've been wondering this question, Aristotle. What questions do you have for me, my friend? Where is everybody? Ah, are you talking about the people of Anchor, the people who do music and stations and broadcasting? Yes, the humanoids, yes. The humans, uh, they told me to tell you that they are busy at the moment. Uh, they, they don't have time. That's because they are doing their jobs, um, and a lot of them are doing some things. Uh, that uh, they're unable to attend to at this moment. But if you leave your name and number and a, and a good time to call you and maybe any in special instructions, that they will return your call as soon as possible. Oh, okay. So you, all right. that's a good idea. I'm not the messenger. I'm just telling you what they say. Uh, okay. Well. How are you? What is your conclusions to this appalling uh, uh, deficit that's happening in around the world of Anchor right now? Uh, my conclusion right now is that I'm, I'm thinking it's just a holiday. Maybe everyone's a little bit, you know, still in that holiday, January 1. Got to get back into that groove, I'm hoping. That's that, That's the optimistic side of me. Yes. Otherwise, uh, has everyone maybe just decided that they got back to work and are just doing Anchor more in the nighttime? I don't, it's interesting. There are some stations that are a couple exceptions, though. Give me the exceptions. Well, uh... My Anchor intro, uh, 318 Radio's back. Uh, the Small Town Hustle, uh-huh. Anchor Nation, mine again. Uh, yes, those are couple, those are and Kaka uh, Kaka. And uh, it's my friends. Please excuse my friends. They uh, wanted to say hi to you. Uh, I'm in the. I'm in the barn, and I'm herding all the sheep and the cows today because today is my duty. My is off today. Uh, he gets Thursday, so he gets to go to the movies. He gets to go watch a movie films. Uh, he gets to go to the park and play with the kids. He does many things that are different from his natural state of being. Uh, I'm he says hi, by the way. He told me to tell you uh, hugs and kisses. And uh, hopefully you guys can get together very soon. I appreciate it. Tell the bird I said this to you. No, not the bird. Midas said this to you. He said, uh, hopefully, to say hi, 
hugs and kisses and many loves for you. Oh, tell Moses I said thank you. Appreciate it. I will. I will. He's a good man, you know. For sure. For sure. No. So tell me these other stations that you believe that uh, have been the face of the universe for you. Yeah, I mean, they, the, the other ones, I just don't know. They're very unusually quiet. Maybe some kind of that feeling. What what about that man, the uh, the guy uh, that that's like a computer, the man who talks like this? <clears throat> uh, it's your Tech Talk Tuesday, Kevin Touch, my man. Where's that guy at? Hey, Avi. Yes, this man, the technologies. Ah, uh, this this technology man boy. Uh, I he's um kind of under the radar, but he's post. Incrementally, I do say myself. You know, I feel like this man, the technology man, I told you this last times, but I believe he's a computer and the anchor because he's a computer glitch. Like, uh, he said one times, he said, it's it's your Tech Talk Tuesday. And I said, hey, that's weird. And so then I figured maybe. Maybe he's an, an Ectobot from Anchor, and they are downloading his hard drives with a bunch of new uh, software updates. What do you think of this idea? It's, it could be very possible. I have a feeling about this. Just like you. Oh. I have a feeling that uh, every night you sleep, you shut down for maybe like 20 minutes. And you get visited by your friends and family from the stars, and they update you with new awareness and uh, new duties, uh, and you bring it to anchor. Oh, do you think I'm uh, one of the people? I don't think you're a people. I think you're an alien. It's been, it's been definitely uh, been stable. I don't mean to sound rude, but uh, I believe what I am radio and Avi say about you uh, that you're not of this world. Uh, you're from the stars, like a star child. Yes, that, that that's 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 very plausible. Yeah, that, that is. It is possible because it's true. Yeah, I, I, you're on something with that, but no, I'm on top of something already. I'm not onto something. I'm on it. No, no, it's the theater. The alien, you might be onto something because you know we have Friday. Okay. So we'll just leave. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're gonna do I am Radio Fridays with him? He that I am Radio guy does Friday. He tries to, uh, you know, crack the code, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think so. But you know, let me tell you something, Mister Touch. I have a feeling that something big is coming for 2018. Right. Something is on the horizon. Is it I don't know what. Eh, kind of. Kind of cataclysmic, actually. It's a cataclysmic. Like, uh, a lot of things is happening. And maybe that's why the disappearance of the people of Anchor uh, are disappearing into the midair. And they kind of combust, like a combustion. And they disappear from their home. And uh, I don't know. Where's Dr. Bay, by the way? No idea. I, I love this Dr. Babe. She is a very beautiful woman's uh, broadcaster and talks about uh, her, uh, her uh, 
Cayman Islands, and uh, I think uh, she she is she around? Not around that I know. The last word from her, I know she had a conversation with Avi, and uh-huh. had a, she had a conversation with somebody else. I can't remember. I, I know it was it was Avi first, and then she just had like a holiday update. That's the last I heard of her. So what are you trying to say that she's stuck in the chamber with Avi? Never know. You never know. <laughs> what about the positive guys, man? He is nice. He is uh, so sweet. He's always like, hi, positive vibes. Just want to say hi. <laughs> I like this guy. He's very nice. Very positive. Very positive. I've never heard this man get mad. He never does. He's kind of like, he can't be the perfect uh, perfect guy for your sheep. Uh, no, the sheep will run him over. He's too nice. Oh, maybe maybe you can do some like how maybe maybe yeah you can clean up your house. Maybe he he wouldn't get ah uh, no. I'll have him as a greeter, as a, a customer service greeter. Yes. Ah, receptionist guy. Yes. Uh how about the beast guy? He is very very nice too. Nah, the yeah he had, he had his uh his marathon of anchorthon, remember? The anchorthon, yes. He didn't invite me on this show. He probably thought I was too smart for the show or something. Maybe it was the beard. He don't have questions for me, I think. Huh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he thought you would have been too powerful for the show and he didn't watch your forces with the humanoids, maybe. Powerful, yes, show, of course, but I'm not sure what his excuses was. Hmm, maybe, uh, maybe that's another case you got to crack. I'm done with crack. I don't do these things, but let me tell you, maybe I might be done with the situation. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's all mystery. It's all mystery. But, Katie, tell me something. Yeah. What is in store for you the month of January that we're in? What do you see in forecast for your future? Uh, the KT future on Anchor? Uh, let's see. Uh, big things. Uh, I got the Anchor Nation brewing right now. I got that. Uh, okay. I got that, you know, got that new interview out today. Just try to build up more promotions. Try to help my my quote game with Canva. Just try to build up on momentum, so I can come into February, you know, stronger than ever. Right. On this station, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing, keep engaging. And if I feel it's yeah. maybe I'll have a hit hit active listening challenge week where I I rediscover my in, uh, my ambiguous ambitions with the yeah, and try to be one with the listener. I I have no problem with doing that. Maybe that will rekindle some magic. Uh-huh. Next gen is uh, just me and my co-host Domo. That's always a good good time to help the next gen grow. Yeah, my anchor intro January eighth. Be there, be square. We all know that. And then uh, I know Aristotle Midas. That's a comedy out. So that's always cool. Uh, what do you mean this show with you and uh, Midas and Aristotle? Why you bring them up? What do you do with with me? He's an interesting character. Well, they talk about more about just the the outlets of life. Uh huh. The higher comedy of vibrations, you know what I mean. Uh huh. Okay, and so my question now is, what do you think um, when the planes in the sky pass by and they leave a big trail behind them, and then minutes later they spread and they turn into cloud formation, and then the next day is really really gloomy? What do you think this stuff is? A spray in the sky. Oh, that's it's a chemtrail. I know they say it's got to be something, though. It's got to be some. It's got to be a mixture. Of, well, you know, the air is made of nitrogen and oxygen, 
So combined with that, but whatever's coming down on those planes, it definitely does leave an overcast sky at the end of the day. So, yes. It does create good sunsets, some say, with all the dirt pollution that dirt molecules. But I, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what some say. It sometimes does. So, so let's say there is an agenda behind this. I think one of two things. Most people are saying this. Those planes are spraying things that uh, may may indeed hurt and be harmful to human beings because you cannot breathe the elements. Yeah. They say that it's aerosols and sprays and metals to make you sick. And they say it's to the extent to depopulate the humankinds, okay? I think I take it a step further when I say, what if, just maybe, they are doing it for mankind's uh, betterment by trying to cover the filament in the sky to keep the extraterrestrials from being able to spot us and see us kind of like a cloud cover shield. And uh, from all the alien activity that's been happening, they kind of keeps the UFOs out and the alien invasions. What do you think of this theory I come up with? Kind of like an ozone layer? Uh, with the sun. Like a protective shield. Yeah, like the ozone with the sun. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's not a far-fetched theory. I've heard that before, actually, where it, it kind of is a a barrier between, you know, human life and you know, extraterrestrial life. That's something I I can definitely I could definitely see. And it's uh, it's plausible. I think it's really plausible that it could happen in the future. Like that 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 theory comes to uh, comes to fruition. So you think we are being watched and observed by maybe another intelligent species? Either that or you know, we've 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 talked about robotics and we've talked about uh, a lot of things I think. I mean, we could be. We, we we honestly could be. We could very much be being watched right now. Now, what do you think, if you had to say something on on these topics, what do you think they look like? What do they look like? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, in, your, in your own KT mind, it's just, listen, there's nobody listening to us right now. It's just you and me. Right, me and you. And we're just speaking to people about what they may look like. What do you have to say about these things? It could be very green. Uh, they could have, they could have a very green t- uh, texture, but there could also okay. but there could also be uh, you know the outliers. It could be orange. It could be multitude of colors like the rainbow, or it could be uh, different you know uh, body parts, as maybe their their eyes are bigger, or their their hands are larger, or their uh, their their alien antenna it has wider uh, capacity to intelligence something like that I mean I think that's very plausible it's very uh, defined in their their actual features as far as their uh, speaking ways they can be very uh, pronounced and very you know uh, one with the world and they have the the knack of speaking or they have this communication form where it's not all direct it's very uh, it's very odd to regular people but to them it's normal so something like that where they have this intelligence that not many people can uh, depict, maybe. Uh, let me ask you this. If for some reason you are in the woods and you are by yourself okay. and you went for a jog, okay, in the highest peak of a mountain and nobody's around you, right. and let's say one lands by you and they say, hi, my name is Milkov. Please come with us. We will show you a new world. And they don't look too intimidating. They kind of look like uh, humanoids a bit. Do you take this ride? It could be. It could be. It could. They could be living amongst us. Then, if that was the case, they would normal. That's that's very possible. 
Did you fly away for a moment with them if they invited you to go with them? Would I fly away? Uh, if it's really, if it, if they seem like really safe and that they have something to offer, why not? Okay, so I think you're asking for too much when you say these things. You don't have an option. If you want to make it sound like that, let's make it sound like this then. They get a little aggressive in the tents and they say, come with me. We know about you, Mr. KT. We've been observing you. Get in the ship. Do you go? No, at that point, then, you know what? At that point, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to go. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so you're going to run. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, not someone's making it. I'll slowly walk away, but then they start holding in. I'm like, I'm booking. <laughs> but why, why all the fear? Why not say, you know what? I'm not afraid of you. I, in fact, want to go with you because I see what this world has to offer. Let me see what your world has to offer. Maybe they say, okay, come with us. You go with them. They have better applications, better anchors, better phones and technologies. And they say, we know what you can do on platforms. Come to us and we'll put you on the better platforms. And their stuff is more intense. Do you take this ride with them? Well, it's an interesting concept. Here's why. Everyone that stranger you know it's a stranger you have to you have to feel it out first my belief if they if they come off as somebody who's aggressive and they're just kind of willingly and they want something out of you and to me it's not really worth it. now if they if they become more inquisitive and they become more hey we're curious about what you're doing and you're you know you seem like the person who would fit our style something like that then i i don't see why not however it really depends on their tone of voice tone of action and if they're really feeling like you know a warm welcoming and accompanying, accompanying to the uh, the situation. But if they're not feeling warm welcoming and accompanying, then I might as well not. But if they feel like they're they're willing to work and if they have some type of, you know, intelligence to pass on or pass off and they, they need some assistance to help their society or whatever, I, I'm, I'm all for testing. It's not a problem. So, it's really so, so with all of that being said and having pants all the way off, all the way down to your ankles, what do you think of this man, Ant Capone's? Well, I mean, this man, Ant Capone, he, he, he's, got, he's got some stuff. I mean, he's got some fire with these raps. I'm not sure if you heard his freestyles. No, I have not heard his freestyle, but I heard his station, and he's always creeping on my station, listening to my segments. And uh, I said, you know what? I've had enough of this. So yesterday, I take it upon myself, after seeing that he's been spying on my shows and segments, I said, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a shout out. And so I said, you know what? Let me do these things. They do shout outs. And so I gave him a shout out because he deserves it. If someone's going to spy on you and look at all your content, you better give him a, a shout out because that's very nice. Yes. And so, you gave the shout? Did you hear it? No, I have, I have to. I gotta hear that. But oh, oh, wait, wait. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did the Scarface movie. Yes, I did. You also, uh, you also did something with uh, uh, OZ Tech Re Radio. You did something about the remixes. I heard those were good too. Yes, this guy, Mister Z, he is uh, not a human being either. I think he's from the planet of, Z- of Zarutha, which is by the Sirius system next to Mars. Uh, because a person like him who knows karate, he knows about Tai Chi and, and the Sheng Wei and, and Feng Hai. I don't know if you know these things, but he's like a, a ninja. 
and uh, he goes by Mr. Shifu Z. That's an ancient art form of uh, some type of uh, meditative uh, fight stance and kill people with their hands. That is not human. That is brought uh, from another planet, yes? So that, that seems more plausible than the, the stuff we were talking about earlier. That, that's true. It's very true. Because why is this ancient art form that was brought to a civilization that lived in the mountains in China and Japan and uh, all the Asian nations, uh, back in those days, they didn't have any uh, smart technologies. Some don't till this day in the mountains. And they know yet an ancient art form of fighting with weapons or non-weapons. And they can kill you with their bare hands. That had to have come from an extraterrestrial race. Uh, called the, the Dracos, which they know how to fight and are known for their hands and quick speeds like a Bruce Lee. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe this is more of a matrix. Maybe let's go back to visit that again. You must not know that I am well-versed in a bunch of things. I think you're new to me talking to you about these ancient technologies of fighting, huh? Yeah, I think we have we have that discussed that oil actually. We we talked. I about... think you don't, you don't really know me. You know me just from anchor. But let me tell you something about me. I come from the deep state of the ages of the the narcolepsy uh, style of fighting. Um, <laughs> excuse me. One of my cows was on top of a sheep. But anyway, oh, listen. Yes, uh, I have a narcolepsy called the uh, fighting stance, and so what happens is you stand. You're going to fight in a bar, let's say, and some guy says, and he's real big and tough. The narcolepsy stance is you look at him like, oh, my gosh, this guy can whoop my boot, right? And so then you fall to the ground without him touching you and play dead. Right. This is called a narcolepsy where you fall asleep stance and don't fight, and therefore you avoid all contact by all common means. You know these things? Is that was that like a is it more of an ancient move or is it just kind of just we have the ancient move we move into the modern day move? Yes, this is called the the ancient nerd stance moves from the other planets, and uh, we teach this uh, to all uh, living things. Like the the it's called uh, here on this earth, it's called the the praying mantis style fighting, where you pray but you fall down like a mantis and you play dead. One thing about play mantis is they're always they're supposed to be very friendly creatures. They say, I, I do have pets of a praying mantis. They always come to my home right. and visit me every springtime. Maybe it's a sign of greatness for me. But yes, I do have uh, this uh, praying mantis. They stand with their hands praying. I don't know who they're praying to, but they're praying for sure. Hmm. Maybe yeah, they they say it's uh, they're very uh, they're very friendly. They uh, you shouldn't shouldn't hurt. <laughs> If you had a choice of pets, what would you choose for you, Mr. Katie? Uh, choice of, uh, it could be anything. Uh, let me see. I, I would pick a... I don't know. Uh, I mean, if, if it depends, can they be caged or they, can they be uh, Robin free? It does not matter. Let me tell you, you have a freedom of choice. Don't ever let somebody uh, limit your uh, expression. So why don't you go with whatever your heart so desires, my friend? We'll go with tiger because here's why. I I know they're they're wild and whatnot, but since that's my zodiac sign, and I'm a firm believer in, in that, where you know it'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be kind of cool to have like something like one day where you know they just roam around in like a an area where they they have a free. They're extinct, so a lot of the tigers are trying to turn extinct. So 
I'll go with a pet tiger. You are crazy. Has anybody ever told you these things? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But you said since it's free choice and there's no really rules or um, distinctions, why not go free and, and choose something out of the ordinary? You are one crazy son of a gun. I don't even know what to tell you. I'm speechless because a docile person like you who's kind and humorous and very sweet and little, you're a very small man, boy. Uh, you get eaten in a heartbeat because you look very tasty, like a nice bones. Yeah, that is true. It depends because you, because you kind of had no uh, no parameters and it could, you didn't say like in the house or anything. If you just said anything where it can roll, it can roll wild, then why not? You're like a real bite size of a beautiful man boy. And to you, to the tiger, he look at you and say, wow, I want to eat him. It's a snack size. I can eat him with one bite. That's what the tiger will say about you. Well, I'm sure. But, but in, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world, if we had to pick like an actual house pet, I think. Uh... I, I've seen you on your Instagram. You're a very good looking boy, man. Yeah, you you. Are... <laughs> You saw me, yeah. I mean, we had we, we uh, had an issue last night with the. Uh, I don't think you would last one second in front of a tiger, pet or not. Even if you raised him as a cub, he grow to realize, hey, this is a very good looking uh, piece of meat. Kind of like the way the women look at you already, Katie. But uh, the tiger would say, "Wow, this was tastes good," and then he jump on you and just eat you with one bite. And you're a snack size man, you know. Okay. I'm surprised you don't have more followers than you do because a man of your nature should be followed by five to ten million people, all women, easily. Yeah. You're like the Kim Kardashian of men. I'm very surprised about this. I think there's a glitch in the Instagram world because you should have way, way, way more followers than just two, three hundred girls. You need like five to ten million. Well, that's not my choice, my man. I, I try my best to promote everybody. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the people. I don't know. But uh... you know what your problem is? Is you're not engaging enough on Instagram because they 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 follow you, then they unfollow you because after a whole day, these women cannot hold back. They're like, you know what? He's not very nice, and they can't hold it anymore. So then, then since you don't post personal pictures and go live as much, they say, you know what? I'm going to go find another one. So they go look for another, like a backstreet boy because, uh, you know, you're not, you're not that, that fun for them. Yeah. I know all my stuff is basically to them. It's probably like, this is all somebody else's stuff. I, I know what you're saying. Cause you, let me tell you something, Katie, you're all business, no fun. You have to balance the ball. The women want to be all fun because they're all business during the day. But at nighttime, when they come home to relax and they go on Instagram, they look at you first and they're like, oh, he's not on. So they leave. But if you were on Instagram all night filming yourself doing everything at night times in your undies, do you know how many women would be following you? Sure, a lot. Too many. A lot of married men would go hunting for you because their wives would be looking at you. Sure. You know this? You know this? Yeah, I, I, I do notice that I, I really don't put myself out there a lot other than you know, follow this person or, you know, usual anchor stuff promo. So I bet you in high school, you were voted most likely to be the hunk of uh, the future. Did you get that in the yearbook? 
Oh yeah, what year was that again? Twelve fifty eight. Whatever. Yeah, they 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 figured okay, this is gonna be the future of men, and so the principal loved you, the girls loved you, but uh, did you get that on your yearbook? No, I did not. But I guess I'll have to reopen that and uh, definitely check it out again. I think I think you know these things. I think you're just very humble and nice about it. Yeah, I am a very humble person. That is true. But sometimes you got to be very animalistic, like Anka Pons, and you have to try hard, like me. You see, the reason why I don't broadcast so much and I, I'm not all over Instagram is because I know I'm the hottest thing around. Did you see my picture on my station? The great Aristotle. Aha. And if you also go to my Midas and Aristotle and Midas show picture, it shows you there my whole bodies. Uh, do you know how many uh, emails I get from women on this? I'm going to say none. Okay, so now you're being funny. I, I don't joke with you. Listen, uh, I get more than you can ever imagine. A million. Uh, I'm not going to set a number because you're a very rude man. <laughs> now you're behaving like a rude man, not even a boy no more. Now you're just being rude. Why would you, why would you say something? I first credit you that you're the, the most tempting, hottest piece of meat on Earth, planets, and you say, I'm, I don't have no girls looking at my pictures. Why? Why do you say this? You just you did say animalistic sometimes. You have to be. Yes, but not with me. All right, uh, you're, okay. All you're right. crazy, man. You want to get in a fight with me? No, you, 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 probably, you probably win. You got, the, you got these ancient moves. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can't. That was question uh i'm very very yes i'm very good at the fighting stances uh i just finished telling you my experience oh yeah you're, you you're with that. me you got complete monster man i can't i can't i'm like a walking ninja oh, they should call you they should call you uh uh, uh nardistotle because you got that you got that flair of the ninja and then the artistotle wits about you yes that's what i do man it's pretty cool have you heard of the uh, the ancient tablets? Uh yes, the ancient tablets. Yes, yes, not the, not the new stuff, not what, the new stuff, right? No. What do you think of the ancient tablets of uh, Sumeria? The Sumerian ancient tablets. Do you believe in these things? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like these tablets and and um, these codes back in the day. I feel like they're they're kind of shaping the future. I feel like I feel like there was a time where all this stuff we have, we're taking old technology, yes, and we're kind of uh, revolutionizing it, but it still has to come back from the roots of the basics. You know what I mean? Kind of like the the start, then you kind of remodel and reshape it and tweak it. Yes, this is true. Uh, so, do you think? Yeah, like the foundation layers, you guys back in the for sure. So what about the ancient writings of Kermet? Do you know who this man is? No, I said no. You need to do some research. But listen, what do we do about the ancient Dead Scrolls they found in the Dead Sea? Hmm. No, the Dead Sea is very salty. So let me think. There's ancient scrolls they found of life in the sea. Did you hear about this recently? No, I did hear something about that. Dead Sea. Talk about salt levels, but uh, that's interesting. Ancient scrolls. So, was that a prophecy, or was that like a? 
Yes, because it talks about the end of the world happening. And so they found these scrolls about maybe last month and they announced it. Hmm. What is wrong with you, man? Don't you keep up with what's going on? No, I, I'm, I'm too busy hustling. <laughs> I think life is only about anger, my friend. What happens if a crazy meteor hits your house? And you thought it was only about Anchor. And in the ancient scrolls, it said, be careful, because in the year 2018, this meteor is going to hit KT's house. You would have been ready for these things, man. Well, we have had some issues up here with uh, some strange events, I'll admit. I'm telling you, your house is haunted, man. Who's to say we're not all haunted? Who's to say you're not the haunting? Exactly. Are you hunted or are you hunting? Which one is it? Could be both. Who knows? (laughs) I like you. I like you very much, Mr. Man Boy KT. Um, Okay, so today's Thursday. What do you have planned for me? Nothing? Uh, I don't know. I think we, uh, I try to get a guest on the line. I invited four people on this call. Who showed up? Ah, nobody likes you. I guess not. Let's try one more time. All right, let's publish this. I'll call this, uh, Publish and say, just just call it the ancient scroll. The ancient scroll it is. Okay, call me back. Bye bye. Up next we have Kingfish, PV, and Arthastatel. Great call. Okay, you get in, you get inside of the barn and put this cow in the back. You bring those two goats over here because they're over there eating all the food, and bring these two cows back here. Thank you. Okay, uh, hello. We have a guest on the Oh, hi, people. How are you, Anchor? This is Positive Vibes, or stuff. Mr. Vibes, how are you? A uh, little under the weather, but... Were you doing something you shouldn't have been doing to get under these weathers? What, what, what happened? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just weather. It's pretty cold here in uh, Toronto, Canada. Oh, that's right. The northern part of the world, up top by Alaska, kind of. <laughs> there you go. Are you by the uh, uh, Antarctica? Kingfish. Um, <laughs> Kingfish is there. Hey, guys. How the hell are you, Mr. Fish? Oh, freezing. Everybody's cold. What is wrong with you guys, <laughs> man? I'm girly girls with the snow and the cold weather. <laughs> Well, we, don't, we don't have we don't have the uh, the luxury of philosophy to warm our souls. It's not even that. I live in California. You guys are in the wrong part of the world. Get over here, man. We're in California. Hollywood Hills, man. What the celebrities do? Yeah, you know we're uh, North Hollywood. Yes, and North Hollywood, like the back of my hand. Yeah, I used to work in North Hollywood. Where? Yeah, right there by uh, Coldwater Canyon in Magnolia, I think it was. The nursery there. What? The nursery. Ah, oh, yes. I know what you're talking about, man. What happened to you? Why you leave? Uh, I moved to Wisconsin. I like the cheese. I was going to say, either you like the cheese or you like the Packers. Which one? Oh, no, I hate the Packers. This is crazy. And so now you're, you choose to freeze your ass. That makes no sense. In fact, I lived in, I lived in uh, uh, Green Bay for a while. What do you prefer, Green Bay or where you're at now? 
No, I like it down here better. In fact, when I was up in Green Bay, the, nobody moves to Green Bay. And they're like, uh, hey, you like the Packers? And I go, no, I'm a 49ers fan. And then the, the chick's like, oh, you should meet Steve. He's not a Packer fan either. And I was like, uh, oh, no, 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 not that. I just don't like the Packers. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, it took me a realize what she was saying. I was like, no, 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 no. Crazy man, you gotta freak out Mr. Vibes. He's on the line too. <laughs> oh, and I, I could, it's all good. Yeah, but you know what? I know, I know he's not the one making that noise. Obviously, Kevin touches here because he's done popcorn. Now he's done. Uh, uh, I think he was trimming his nails one day, and now he's sleeping on a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I, I don't, Mr. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna change it to. Um, the Kevin Tush show to Mr. Mr. Ambient Sounds. <laughs> he does the sound effects like the radio station. That's what he do. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like coming compulsive. I'm really worried about him. So here's what's going on today. Today's in ordinary time for you human beings. Katie and I were just talking about the aliens, okay? Because in California and the United States, I tell him uh, the Pentagon released the, the footage of uh, UFOs, right? So the question goes to both of you seriously because there's interesting parts of what you both do. One, Mr. Big Fish, King Fish, I'm sorry, he is a truck driver, and we know truck drivers see many things in the sky. And then we also know that in Canada, there is some, uh, uh, I forgot, Minister of Defense who came out a few years ago in Canada and said he believes in extraterrestrials and UFOs. And so we're going to start with you guys. Who wants to go first and talk about what they believe and have seen? Uh, I'll go first because mine is pretty simple. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know because when you look in the media these days, you don't know what they're hiding from us. So I know at times I believed in it. I didn't believe in it. There's so much uh, information out there. So honestly, overall, I don't know what to believe. And I think I've given up on that topic. Because, again, with the media, and I don't even watch the news these days because you really don't know what the truth is these days. Very good point. Let me ask you, what about when the Minister of Defense of Canada said this thing? Uh, to be honest, I didn't hear that. Because, <laughs> like I said, there's a lot of stuff I just try to ignore and don't pay attention to. And it's worked out for me till now, and I just want to continue with that. Well... He makes a very good point, Mr. KT. I'm sorry you expected a little bit more, but uh, <laughs> that's what happens. And he is entitled to his belief systems. Uh, very good point, Mr. Vibes. Now, Mr. Fish, what is your points of this uh, angle of, uh, of life? Have you seen anything on the roads and experienced such in the sky when you're driving these big old monstrosity of vehicles? <laughs> no, but it would explain Taylor Swift's eyes. <laughs> I mean, wow, this... look, look at that chick's eyes, man. There's no way she's human. I mean, come on, man. They look, she looks like one of those little aliens. They just take off her little alien suit and she'll have be like all green and shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, that chick's an alien. There's no doubt about it. I wonder, Mr. why you have Taylor Swift. That is funny. You must have been a fan and then you got sour with one of her songs. And uh, and maybe you don't like her. I'm confused. What happened? 
No, I'm just telling you, look at her eyes. I mean, you know, I can't think of a greater sin <laughs> to humanity than like her and Justin Bieber hooking up and having a child. I mean, it, 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 would, it would surpass even the creation of Donald Trump. I am so confused. I thought you would play maybe like uh, some good Led Zeppelin in your truck, but you, you probably play pop music. You said Justin Bieber and Swift in the same sentence. I am confused with you. Yeah, it'd be terrible. What do you play in the truck? What's that? What kind of music do you play in the truck? Oh, oh no. I listen to the Aristotle and Midas show. Why would I want to listen to music? <laughs> That's what's up. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is my match. Yes. No, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Christopher, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jer- Jeremiah Benjamin. Did you guys hear that song that he put out the other day? The uh, Bobtail for Less? Did you hear that? I don't know what this is. What's, what's he talking about, KT? Hi, Craig. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Jeremiah Craig. Yeah, he put out a song. I thought it was actually pretty good. Did you guys listen to that? No. Uh, Integrity Radio, his remix is in a couple other. I got to check that out, though. Yeah, he, I guess he, re- he wrote an original song, and I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. I like that. I like that. I like the, uh, the you know, it was nice and original, and, and he put some thought into it. It was like, oh, wow, okay, he's got a little story here. I like this. Yeah, I shared it on my thing. I'm see now I know you don't listen to me, Aristotle. It hurt my feelings. I am always hiding behind the scenes looking at you. I mean listening to you. What are you talking about? I, I damn it, I knew that webcam shouldn't have been pointed at me when I was in the shower. Damn it. <laughs> I um, when you take it into the restroom with you and you go poopies, I'll tap into your camera phone and I see everything. Oh man, you'd be surprised how many hippies are out there. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what the actually the worst moment at a, for, at a truck stop these days are is because they're now they're all travel centers. You're sitting there, and then the next thing you hear is there's a bus on the lot, and as soon as oh. you know there's a bus on the lot, it's like oh crap. You want to get in and you want to get out. You're stuck, right? You can't feel stuck. Oh, it's the worst. I'm telling you, Jeremiah Craig, you guys got to listen to his song. I actually, I, I thought it was really good. And when you consider he's just playing the guitar and then singing in the iPhone, you know, it, it's pretty amazing. I thought it sounded pretty good. I like this. I hear this song you speak of. Now, Mr. PT, do you have questions for these gentlemen today? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I have you been sick for a couple of days and you're just still trying to fight. Uh, yeah, I just haven't been well, been out for work, so just still listening a lot, trying to do my uh, podcast, but I'll get back on that. But I'm glad you called. I always like these. I, like I said, I like listening in. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, You sound, you sound like a it. lot better. Yeah, a lot better because the Advil and Tylenol is helping. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot worse last night, so I'm just hoping that it's dying off. So I got the next two days off regularly off work, so we'll see how your it goes. PIP, your PIP podcast is great, man. You got yeah, just want just want to go with that, see where it goes, just open up. And I just feel like all of our stories, experiences, thoughts, everything is just going to help so many people in so many different Absolutely. ways. You get that ours yeah. I'm right here. I'm waiting for you to ask Mr. Fish a question. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we were all just sitting there kind of going, oh, my God, is Aristotle still alive? We're afraid to ask. <laughs> I'm here looking at my cows. I'm in the backyard in the barn. Oh. In Hollywood. 
Yes, I'm the only guy with 12 acres here in Hollywood Hills with all the uh, the cows and the sheep. Yeah, I used to work at that nursery there, Armstrong Nursery. Armstrong Nursery, look at you. What did you do there? Uh, I'm a California certified nurseryman, or at least I used to be. Why did you stop? Because nobody, the only, the only thing you can grow out there and make money is pot. And it's illegal, so I left. Exactly. Why did you stop? <laughs> yeah, well, it was years ago. I had to, and that was a crazy story because you would see like all kinds of Hollywood people come in. You know, uh-huh. uh, it was just constant. I got yelled at by Angie Dickinson once. Oh, why? Uh, she wanted a delivery on a Thursday, and we didn't have a truck. They shared it between multiple stores, and she just started screaming at me. And uh, I just, I just got out of the army, so it was like, come on, you know, you think you're gonna, you know, I, I've been, I'm used to this. And then she's, I looked at her, you know, when she was done, and I looked her right in the eye and I said, "Oh my God, are you that lady that used to be on TV when I was a little kid?" <laughs> Yeah, wow. she freaked. She freaked out. Uh oh. Yeah, she had one of those. I'm gonna have your job moments, and I'm like, I, I just, I make like nine bucks an hour. What do you? You're not really threatening me. <laughs> you know, I'm here to, I'm here to, I'm here to serve you. I'm not here to be your servant. You know, there's a huge difference. The same thing. It's the same thing. No. No. What's no. the one is one is I'm I'm here to help you with your goals and to get you where you need to be. The other one is is that I'm your bitch and you can kick me around. I'm not going to play the second one because a lot of people get the two confused. And I tell everybody, hey, this sense of entitlement is too much out here. It's crazy. Well, I think the problem is is when you get into a retail establishment because people are, you know, they're obviously you know that's first job or whatever. Maybe that's. You know, people think that they can go in and they can treat these people like shit because they, you know, right. they can, and it's their workplace. And no, you can't. Exactly. You, know, you, you just can't. You know, if, if you're treating, it, it's like if you ever ever date somebody. This is men, women, whatever. And you go to a bar, a restaurant, and they treat the waiter or waitress like shit. Guaranteed that that person is an asshole, and they're going to treat you like shit too. This is true. And the only reason they're being nice to you is because they want something from you. Yes. I'm a firm, I'm a firm that- believer. Hmm? Mr. KT, did you write the notes down? Because you have a big problem with making me serve you all the time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, good. Because your cousin Midas is crazy. He got notes, remember? I know, but he always makes me take the sheep inside. And I said, hey, this is your job, man. And he said, no, not today. You're my bitch. And I said, what? He, <laughs> and I said, okay, when you come back, you see what happens to you. I'm going to leave the sheep dung under your pillow. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget. You got your robe on today, at least? What? Your robe's on today? Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> robe, which is only the bottom piece. Okay. Oh, Aris, Midas was complaining that after you blew up the sheep, you were too tired to do anything around the farm. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, Midas is a, a very big cry baby. He's a complaining guy. Um, 
but anywho, um, KT is, uh, this is your cousin, and you introduced me to him, so you're responsible for this action of this man. I'll, I'll get on this case earlier, later for that. Thank you. Thank you. But anywho, do you have any questions uh, to talk about, KT, please? Yeah. This is you're the host of this segment today. Come on. Get together, man. Pick it up. Where are you uh, driving right now? Are you on assignment? Or... I know. I was sitting in front of my computer, actually. Oh, yeah. Your Denver run got canceled, right? Well, what happened was they had, there was uh, a lot of guys took off for the holiday, and then a bunch of them, you know, because it was sub freezing, a lot of doc guys they said, yeah, they could use their sick days. So the Denver got canceled, and I just I could have sat there and stayed with it, but you know, no, no, you know, I never would have made it home. So I just said, screw it, I I just went home. So I've been yeah. home since whenever we talked last. I leave out uh, tonight. I'll leave for Chicago about one two in the morning. I'm probably gonna leave a little early so I can go pick out a tractor. And then I'll go to California, then back to Chicago, then uh, back to Denver again, and hopefully next week will be normal. I just got off the phone with my co-driver. He called me and told me that when he got home, his wife had left for they're from New York. She went to go visit family. And wow. when he got home, uh, there was nobody at the house, and all the pipes were frozen. Oh, yeah. Wow. Brutal out there. Yeah, Brutal. So, yeah, this so is crazy. It's, yeah, it's really good we took the time off because, you know, we lost, lost a little money, big deal, but. You know, who knows what damage could have been done if, you know, if he wasn't home, you know. Wow. Mr. Fish, I'm curious. How many times since you drive these big monstrosities of vehicles on the road, have you been pulled over? Uh, probably three, four times. That's it? Yeah, most of the time I, I can talk my way out of it. But, uh, <laughs> you know... Like, like one time, that, well, this cop pulled me over in New Mexico, right? And he's, okay. uh, and he's like, uh, well, you know how fast you were going? And I go, uh, no, I was, wasn't, no, I was like going fast. I wasn't paying attention. And he goes, uh, oh, well, you know, this and that. And I looked at him. I said, oh, my God, are you, are you related to the Gladfelter people pa- or paper company? His name was Gladfelter. And he goes, what? I go, yeah, man, up in Wisconsin, dude, the Gladfelter paper is huge. Are you part of that family? Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, no, I, I never heard of that. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? You've never heard of the Gladfelter paper? I mean, it's like one of the greatest papers in the country. I mean, I, I'm shocked. You know, it's up in Wisconsin. I said, I said, Google it, man. You might be part of the family. I said, that'd be cool. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah, yeah. I, I said, I picked up loads from there all the time. I tell you exactly where it's at. And he got all into it. And we started talking for about a half an hour. And he forgot why he pulled me over. Yeah, let me tell you something. I seen uh, that this is a technique that people use to play reverse psychology with police officers, and it works. Did you do that by accident, or did you try to do that purposely? Uh, no, it was just a. Uh, I found a connection, and you know the best way to get out of a ticket is find a connection, humanize yourself, and go with moral. But you know, I like you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how many times have you tried this method? Uh, out of the four times I've done it, it worked uh, three times, except for just recently in Wyoming, I got a ticket for $435 for uh, 11 over. Oh, well, that's something you couldn't do really about it. It's, it's, it's no. uh, proof is in the pudding with the weight. That's why. No, no. He pulled me over. I was doing 86 and a 75. It dropped to 75 for a very short distance, and he was waiting there. And he pulled, he jumps up on the passenger side and hops in the truck. He's standing there. And he, goes, <laughs> he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? 
And I said, well, no, no, I don't actually. Why, why did you pull me over? And he's like, you were speeding. And I wasn't doing 86. I was only doing like 82, 83. But what are you going to do? And he's like, I need your logbook. And I said, okay, well, here you go. And he's like, I need your co-driver's logbook. And I go, well, he's in the back sleeping. I said, and he's like, well, I need to see it anyway. And I said, well, so you want me to wake him up to prove to you that he's sleeping? I said, that, that doesn't, I said, I'm a little confused by this. I said, besides that, that's kind of, that's kind of against the law, isn't it? And that's when he kind of hunched down, put one hand, he had a flashlight up and one hand up in the air. And he grabbed the, uh-huh. uh, you know, put his hand on the gun on the other side. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, I'll wake him up. I said, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Okay, he's a white guy. You don't have to shoot him. I said, wow. I'm going to open the curtain. But he might move fast because, you know, it's going to look a little strange. Somebody's standing over him with a gun. So, just, you know, he didn't pull the gun. He just had his hand on it. And then, That's uh, and then, and I woke Mark up. I'm like, "Hey, hey, Mark, you got to get up." And he's like, "Dude, what's up?" And I said, uh, "This guy wants to see your logbook really bad." So the cop went through my logbook for like two, three hours. He couldn't find a thing. And uh, state two, of three hours. Oh yeah, state of Wyoming. If they find a logbook violation, it can add up to uh, uh, I think it's eleven thousand dollar fine is the max they can charge you. What the hell is a logbook anyway? Uh, it's a, a swindle sheet. What the hell is a swindle sheet? Just says says where I'm at every day and where I'm going. But now okay. we now we do electronic logging. Log. We don't do uh, uh, logbooks anymore. That just started last week. Wow! For the last twenty two <laughs> years, I can tell you where I've been. Basically, by so all my logbooks. Was an anus. Pretty much. Wow! Why would they pull a gun on a white man like you? Is it, were you suspicious looking? Yeah, we're like, it's like, it's Wyoming. you know what it is? It's Wyoming. It, it's like, it had nothing to do with anything. It all had to do with revenue. So, they're money hungry in Wyoming is what you're telling me. Oh, yeah. How am I going to fight a ticket in Wyoming when I live in Wisconsin? I can't fly out there. I can't go out there and fight the ticket. I just got to pay it. And just... But that, that was my first ticket driving a big truck in 22 years. So. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Fish. Do you look like a Mark Wahlberg? Like a who? Like a Mark Wahlberg. Like oh. Mark Wahlberg, a handsome man. It's not even close. <laughs> a little, little, little girly boy like Mark Wahlberg. That's, that's, oh my gosh, that's that's, that's unbelievable. I ask you this because I'm still fascinated by the by the fact that the policeman put his hand on his gun pistol and and look at you in the eyes and said, "Let me see his notebook," and then you wake him up. I'm uh, surprised by these things. Yeah, it was really weird. I was not uh, aggressive in any way. I was just like... Exactly. I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, hey, chill out, man. You know, I don't want to... But the moment that you said... What I'm trying to find out in his mind, why when you said he's sleeping, isn't that against the law? When you said these words, it's against the law, I wonder what challenged him in his mind to say, I'm going to put my hand on my gun now. So is he going to shoot you? Like, what was he trying to do? Intimidate you for saying it's illegal? I don't get these. I think it was an intim- intimidation fight. It worked because it's like, what am I going to do? You know, did you just, did you shoot your pants? Work. No, no, that was early. That's that crazy. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I, you know, I, I like to save that for when the you know, when the road gets icy. I like it. <laughs> this man, Mister Fish. He is I'm telling you, another human being. He is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we got. Yeah, we've. we've 
he's a he's a man of a million stories. No, man. It's, the, the, the worst the worst I ever got pulled over was I went over to did I I might have told you guys I went to the McDonald's over in over in Muncie, Indiana. It was on the thirty on the uh, Indiana and the uh, thirty. So anyway, I went over there uh-huh. in my car to download. It was when I had just the iPod Touch. I was downloading a bunch of podcasts and getting my email because I didn't have an iPhone back then. And I was sitting in a McDonald's. I pulled in McDonald's. It's two in the morning. The place is packed full of kids. And all of a sudden, like six cop cars come streaming in, and they surround my car. And then I'm like, "Oh my God, something happened to McDonald's!" And then the cops like, they come running over to my car. And all like ten car, cops jumped. Literally ten cops jumped out of these six cars, surrounded my car. And they're you know they pointed the guns, you know, and they're like, you know, you need to you know you need to roll down the window. And then I, you know, be, you know, KT, you don't understand because you're, you know, you're a young guy. But I yelled out the window, don't shoot, don't fucking shoot. It's a crank window. I got to crank the fucking window down. You know, because it's not a button. <laughs> I was afraid they were going to see my arm go up and down. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. it's, a, it's a crank window. I thought they were, you know, and he's like, oh. oh. And then and I, and I took the, my hands out and I stuck them out real slow and I dropped the iPod on the ground and, they're like, get out of the car slowly. And I'm like, okay, okay. Calm down, man. Calm down. Take it easy. So I get out. Yeah, get out of the car. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting my email. And he's like, why are you getting it here? And I said, well, because they, they advertise free Wi-Fi on TV. And you could, and I need the Wi-Fi to get the email. And he, oh, and it gets, it gets better. And he goes, well, why didn't you order anything? And I said, I said, well, do you know what they put in that food? I said, it's horrible, man. And he, and he goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, dude, I just wrote, I just read Fast Food Nation. And in Fast Food Nation, they described how they process the meat and stuff. There's no way I'm in that shit there. And he goes, he goes, what? And I, I kind of, I had my hands in the air. I still had my arms in the air. And I kind of pointed with my fingers down. I said, yeah, yeah, look in the back seat, man. Look in the back seat. And he goes, and he goes, what the hell is that? I go, well, that's Fast Food Nation, man. I just read the book. I said, do you want to borrow it? I, I literally had Fast Food Nation on the back seat. I had just finished reading it. And he's like, and he's like, oh, oh. And I'm like, you know, and he's like, well, why did you stick your hands out like that and drop the iPod if you weren't doing anything wrong? Fast and food. I said, well, because I said, Cause you guys got guns. <laughs> and I didn't want to get shot. And this is the part where this is where I this is where it went downhill. This is not a lot of bravado. I was actually kind of nervous. I said to him, I said, uh. I said, well, originally I'm from Los Angeles, and I thought you might got, you guys might get some extra points for shooting me, you know, because I'm from L.A. You know, I know you guys are in competition with them out there. And they're like, huh? And I said, yeah, yeah. I said, it's nothing. And then, and then you know, he we bannered him, in it, and then he says to him, you know, he's like, I said, why would you guys come out in force like this? I mean, this is after, yeah, after I put my hands down, and they were starting to put their guns away. And they said, oh, we thought you were going to rob the McDonald's. And I said, do it. And this is where I said, I said something really stupid. And I didn't realize what I said until after I said it. I said, do I look like the kind of guy that would rob a McDonald's a block away from a donut shop? Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then, the, you know, the, the guns started coming back up, you know. And I'm like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean that. Like, that the way it sounded. I meant, like, I didn't. You know, would I rob a place that's down the street from some place that's open 24 hours is what I meant. You know, not that you guys eat a lot of donuts. I'm sure you don't eat a lot of donuts because, you know, how could you guys all have, you know, that, yeah, you guys all have really nice haircuts and how could you have those nice haircuts if you eat a lot of donuts? 
uh, you know, and then I was, I was, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just being nervous. And they're like, we think you can go now, but we're going to hold on a second. They followed me all the way back to work. Wow. Yeah. It was like, did, it was they like, run, did they run your name at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had my work badge too. And my, the, the place I work at is one of the largest trucking uh, terminals in the country. In fact, they all know where it is. And they all know the badge and they all see the, you know, I got the work stuff, yeah, the, the shirt and all that crap. So they, they know that I'm legit, but they're just looking at me like, you know, and I'm like, whatever. And then I said, uh, I said, you know, the, the was, it was right about the same time the Packers were playing the, you know, the Bears in a big game. And I said, hey, go, go, uh, just as I was leaving, I said, hey, go Packers. And they said, uh, you know, we can still arrest you, right? And I said, I said, I said, you know, I love those Bears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just love those bears, man. I'll never eat cheese again. You know, but they. they I'm very uh, intrigued by the story and how you say it with so much uh, details, and you take us for a journey. I'm interested in knowing how you look. Yeah, just uh, five... describe yourself for anchor with no lies. Uh, uh, what, what am I? 51 years old. I had to think about that a second. Uh, at, at a certain point, you just don't care anymore what your age is. You know, too too uh, too old for uh, you know for you know, old enough to drink, too young to get the the senior discounts. Um, Do you look like somebody like uh, go through midlife crisis or not yet? Oh shit, man! I, I've been going through midlife crisis for twenty years. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you have earrings and long hair, or short hair, or party in the front and uh, business in the back, or vice versa? No short hair. What? Yeah, I got short hair. Well, I got a receding hairline, so I went with the short hair. And then, uh, okay. Uh, do I have you on my Facebook, uh, PV? KT, are you on my Facebook? Uh, not on your Facebook. No, I don't think so. I got. I thought you were. Got you. On, are you on my? Yeah, I'm on there. I, uh, you know, just five foot nine, normal, pretty average looking. Uh, do you weigh a lot or a little bit? Uh, I used to weigh a lot, but, uh, you know, then I, uh, uh, I got the, uh, uh, they said, oh, you got diabetes and you got to start cutting down on this and that. And I'm like, well, yes. you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to give up these foods. I like this stuff and you know, whatever. I'll just, they're like, no, you when you say this you're... stuff, you're talking about the cookies and the milk. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you got you, you gotta eat more like, you know, oatmeal and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not gonna eat that of shit. Course. They said, well, you're going to yeah. die if you don't. I said, well, I don't really care that, was, that your dick will stop working. I said, How, what kind of oatmeal should I eat? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, the reason I ask you to describe yourself is because it's kind of hard to, to picture you having these encounters with police officers and how they act uh, when you sound like a nice man. No, well, you know what? The, 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 <laughs> the, the cop in Wyoming was a total dick, but the cops yes. in Chicago... I was under the because this is South Chicago area. Were I don't think they were being dicks. I think that they were just really on high alert because they have a lot of bad stuff happen. So I can appreciate where those guys were coming from and the precautions that they were taking. But the guy in Wyoming was he was clearly going for the cash. The guys in the one in Chicago, I was really under the impression that they got a phone call and they really did think I was going to rob the place. Oh no. You look suspicious in the vehicle. Maybe it was the kind of car you were driving. What was it? Ford Focus. Oh, yeah. Those are drug dealer cars. It's true. 
Yeah, and I told him. Well, I told him, I said, uh, do I look what like, color was it? Uh, like a tannish color? I told him, I said, do I, do I look like the kind of guy? I said, is what 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 brought you on his horse? Was it because I'm a, a Caucasian in, in a black neighborhood? And I don't, I mean, you know, you guys are profiling me? Or is it because I have Wisconsin plates and I'm here in Indiana? Because it's, it's Indiana, Illinois state line right there. I said, is that it? I said, I said, what's up with that? And they're like, oh, the manager was all nervous and stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, whatever. So, yeah, it was, it was a pretty wicked scene. But nobody got hurt. And the cops were cool about it. I can appreciate them being nervous. What if that would have been the end of Mr. Fish? That would have been a sad way to go, that you were on your iPods and they just lit you up like the 4th of July. That would have been a sad case. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was listening to an audio drama. And I just downloaded, uh, what was it called? It was a Pennant Productions audio drama. Um, okay. Uh, I think it was The Line or something like that. And I and, and, the, and their message board, I went on the message board and said, you know what? This really better be a good episode because I almost got shots of this shit in Chicago. Wow. And, the, and, I, and they're like, what? And I told them what happened. And, and they thought it was, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good episode. It was a good episode. I don't know if it was worth getting shot for, but I thought it was, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of. I mean, it's funny now, but it wasn't really that funny at the time. TV, have you ever been through these type of experiences in Canada? Because I hear the police and the troopers and the, the people out there are so docile and nice. Is this true? <laughs> they are nice, but it happens, unfortunately, a hundred percent. I know I was pulled over one time. My uh, older brother, he was speeding, but um, sometimes they cause issues, and they're. Uh, response, I guess, when they cause issues when they don't need to, the way they react is that, oh, you don't know what we deal with. But it's not fair, right, to the people at times because my brother's like, if I'm speeding, give me a ticket and move forward, right? That's it. Uh, but a lot of these, I think they just gets to their head. But overall, when I compare what I've seen other places, I guess, I would like to say Canadians are a little bit better, I'd like to say. Wait a minute. Well, I was gonna say when you say PV, when you say your brother, do you mean your like your mother and your father had a child? He's your brother, or do you mean the, the kid that's, <laughs> yes, the same kid that's at the commune with you, and then you're sharing like the same parents and stuff? <laughs> no, so my actual brother. So I have two brothers: one older brother, one younger brother, and an older sister. But they're like blood related, right? I mean, it's not like like a blood related. Okay, it wasn't one of the kids from the commune, right? <laughs> no. Okay, because I, I just want—I thought that was—I just wanted to make that. You know, I want to make sure that because you know, because you know, you're up in Canada and they're like, they get upset and they're like, oh, gee, jeepers, or, or oh, jeez, oh, you might have to, oh, hey there, look, look there, uh, you know, you know, you got a taillight out there, guy, oh, jeepers, creepers, oh, oh, thanks, officer, oh, I sure hate to tell you that there, oh yeah, yeah, you got that taillight. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to give you that. Oh, geez, I'm gonna have to give you the warning ticket. Oh, just would you would you like a cup of would you like a coupon for a cup of Tim Burton's coffee there? With and when you when you fix the taillight, you can have a cup and then you you know and try safe there, feller. There you go. Have you driven out to Canada? Oh yeah, I used to go to uh, uh, Ontario. Oh, the, I love uh, Ontario. It's really nice, uh, but uh, not so much. Not so much. Uh, Quebec, I'm sorry, but and I, but I mm-hmm. but I think I've been through Markham. I think isn't there a waterway or a port there somewhere? 
Markham. I'm not sure 100%, but I'm in Markham, but I don't know if there's that there. I have. I'll have to look it up. It's been a long time. But when you, here's the thing. When you go to Quebec, everybody speaks English until they learn you don't speak French, and then all of a sudden they don't speak English anymore. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I went up there to go drop off a trailer one time, and uh, you know I yelled to the spotter. I said, hey, man, where do you want me to put this thing? I've never been here before. I don't know where the office is. And he's like, you know, he looks out the window of the spotter truck, and he starts spitting and screaming. And, and oh, KT's watching that porno again. <laughs> the same thing I do. I'm telling you, he's doing something. I'm not doing- I, he, he's watching. He's watching that porno about you know uh, small herd dairy farming, and he just gets him every time with the four H kids. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a porn. No, it's a, it's the it's the four H chick Matilda from 1979. He's got this mad crush on her. I don't have the heart to tell him that she's like in her 60s now. Wow. Oh, it's here. Funny man. Oh, it's the truth, man. So anyway, the so so I'm up there, right? I swear this is the truth. So this guy's like screaming and yelling and he spits because I think you have to spit when you talk in French. You know, I don't know why is that. I don't know, but he's screaming and yelling, and then I'm like, God, what the hell's wrong with this guy? And he's got like these big, huge arms, he's, like the buffest dude I've ever seen, right? And he's got this big head, and then he cr- opens the door and he crawls out of the truck. Man, he wasn't like two and a half feet tall. Wow. Yeah, he was two and a, it was the buffest little midget Short. I've ever seen in my entire life. And when he walked, it was like watching a weeble because he kind of weebled and wobbled when he walked. And he was screaming and yelling and spitting in French. And bro, she be brought up poop, too. And I'm like, I couldn't stop. And my co-driver, I was driving with Andy at the time. Andy goes, dude, you better quit laughing at the little guy. He can only hit you in one place. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like oh, okay. And then I looked in the truck real quick, and he had like these big blocks on the pedals. I mean, it was I was like tripping on it. I thought it was pretty cool. Wow. No, in Quebec, unfortunately, why they're a little bit different because they want to be separated for whatever reason from Canada. They always have those uh, elections, uh, and not every year. I think they have it still every four years or something like that. And uh, they're still a part of Canada, but Quebec, Montreal itself is overall a little bit better. But when you're in Quebec City itself, unfortunately, the people there are not too friendly all the time. No, they're dicks. Yeah, especially. <laughs> That's another way to put it, I guess. Yeah, they find, they find it. Unless you say, oh, your fish and chips are the greatest. They're, they're so much better than the, every other fish and chip place that's within 20 feet of us. You know, it's like, here's the thing with Canada. Oh, oh Aristotle, if you don't like fish and chips and you don't like Tim Horton's coffee, you might as well just put a gun in your mouth because you're not going to eat or drink anything the whole time you're up there. And I think we lost Aristotle. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, he initiated this call, this call, right? No, I did. Oh, you did. So if you dropped out, would the whole call drop out or would it transfer to somebody else? Uh, I would drop. If I leave, everyone's gone. No, I didn't mean your show. I mean, I know you think that at night when you go to bed. If I leave Anchor, they're all going to leave. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. You know, it's, you know what? what is – what is, what is what will Maria Humphreys do without me as a motivational <laughs> influence? Oh my God, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Tush, inspiring hippies across America. Oh my God, <laughs> keep doing, 
Keep doing your thing, Kingfish. Love the love everything you're doing. Oh, man. you know what? If, if it wasn't so late the other night, PB, I, I wanted to really, you know, we wanted to get you to join in, but I kept losing the signal. That's the only reason I didn't add you in. But I was thinking, oh my God, we got Kevin Touch's mom on the phone. Hey, here I And I was just. Oh, wow. That's our first time, assuming? Yeah, that was a first. It was pretty, pretty interesting. I got to admit. Oh, no. It, I was terrible. I'm like, I'm, I'm like this. I'm like, because you could have got her, like, relaxed, and then we could have got some. I'm like, yeah, what did Kevin do as a child? What did he do this? Was he bad? Did, did you ever bust him do anything crazy? And all I hear is, he is a good boy. He's, he's, he's a good boy. And I'm like, oh, come on. Oh. Oh, what a mama's boy. Maybe we have to try it with the dad or the sister next time. His, his, dad, his dad is a staff sergeant, a retired staff sergeant in the army. So yeah, he, he'll take himself some information. <laughs> I know he's got some stuff. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's insult we got to remember. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I tried to get him to go in there, and I tried to get him to wake up his dad, but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> I think he's hiding something. <laughs> yeah, I said, wake him up. He's like. Uh, uh, Kingfish, I'm 18. My dad can kick me out now. Like, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. And I said, "Come on, get in there, man. Get in there. Wake him up. Hit the trash can. He's in the army. He knows the score. He'll have a flashback to, you know, and then make the sound of a, a floor buffer going across the room, and and he'll be like, oh my god, it's it's a flashback to this to the 1980s, you know, army. I, I when I hear a floor buffer, I have flashbacks. Hey, strikes. Yeah, because that's all we did was wax floors and clean bathrooms. You know, you know it's funny when I go to the truck shop and I see the guy cleaning the bathroom. You know, cause, I mean, because it's hell for these poor guys. I always tell them, I say, "Hey, man, I just want to really thank you, you know, for keeping this place clean." And because uh, you know, I could deal without everybody in the store, but without this bathroom, I'm kind of screwed. I said, I said, you know, I said without without you, there'd be no relief for me. I said, I really appreciate that. And I guess nobody really ever says anything because I always get like the, you know, you know, you can just see the look on her. You know, it's like they're doing a job that nobody appreciates, but everybody needs. Uh, Looks like we lost PV, too. (laughs) It's me and you, bud. Oh, you know what? We were talking about bathrooms and he got shy. Oh, me. Who was breathing hard? Was that you? I know it wasn't me. I wasn't doing anything. No, that was I thought that was you. That wasn't me. Oh, no, that wasn't me. I've been I was just sitting down in my stairs. Pretty cool. In a fireplace. Maybe it was Aristotle. I, I kind of have a hard time believing that because if he would did something like that, he would follow it up with something even crazier. Hmm. Yeah, PV was just sitting there. I don't think it was PV. He was just sitting there patiently. Mm, who knows what he was doing? PV, what were you doing? You were breathing so hard. PV? To be He's continued. In ba- <laughs> He's in the bathroom, got the door closed. I'm taking a podcast, Ma. I'll be out in a minute. Oh. Uh, I'm just—I'm doing it for the world. A couple more strokes and I'll be done. Oh my Dude, goodness! I told you not to leave the Reader's Digest in here. There's a picture of Pamela Anderson in her twenties. <laughs> She's Canadian. It's okay, Bob. <laughs> you know, oh, PV. You... Good old PV, man. Oh, isn't he the best? I'm glad he's feeling better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, he takes everything in stride. So great. Well, when I think of when I, uh, you know, when I think of PV, see, for me, anchor is like a way to vent. Uh, for you, I see anchor as a way to 
explore, to learn, to get more used to to broadcasting, things like that. Maybe you'll get into it and you'll, you know, you'll move into something, you know, farther down the line. I, you know, this is just like a training ground. You know what I mean? For me, it's just a place to vent. For right. PV, it's, uh, he's like, if Anchor had a conscience, it would be him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he, you know, he's like a mediator sometimes. It's yeah, cool. that's what I, you know, you know, it's like he, he's got a nice, calm voice. He tells you that, hey, life isn't perfect, but you could strive to try to be better. I don't see anything wrong with it. I like that. I think some people get confused by it. But, you know, it's like, you know, he's just, you know, if there was a conscience to anchor, I would say it's him. He's a good guy. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he does so many great things. He's got a second podcast. He, he gets real emotional on there. But I think it's cool. The fact that he, he, he talks about the good things, but there's also bad things, which I like. Well, see, that's just, without the bad, there is no, that doesn't make any sense. Right, right. You, on the other hand, you got to be careful because you're doing a lot of shows, my friends. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of stuff on my But thankfully, and, and, and in the last couple of days, home. yeah, but in the last couple of days, I can hear the strain on your voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. you sound, oh, yeah, you sounded kind of over overworked. Go for quality, not quantity. Right. right yeah, I got You know, I got you got to get things. Back. Yeah, just what I if if what my suggestion would be, concentrate on your core strength, which is uh, bringing people together and uniting people, and especially the newer people, bringing right. them into the fold. And they, I'd say that's where your your strength lies in that. And try not to take in any any more uh, uh, endeavors, because if you do, you you should think about dropping something. Because if you do too much, it's not yeah. going to do. You know, go with quality, not quantity. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's 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 the best way to go instead of trying like twenty thousand projects. Stick with the well, my anchor intro. That's that's an interesting. Uh, that's I interesting. like that. That's, that's fine. Like the idea. That's fun. Yeah. Did you come up with that, or did Dixon come up with that? Not Dave did, but he he. I'm doing the PR. Where I only come in once in a while. He he's got most of the stuff, and that's very like it only takes ten minutes out of my day. It's not that hard. It's a pretty good idea though. I I can see the I can, and I'm, Dixon. I'm picking on you, but I can see it now. Oh, hey, keep in touch. Oh, I want to do a new intro show. Uh, you want to help? Well, you know, I'm a little, uh, a little overwhelmed here, man. Um, I'll wash the cars and uh, do all the windows and clean the gutters for you once a week, and uh, uh, do all. And uh, and your dad won't know about it if if you help me host the show. And uh, I know we could do good with, uh, yeah, uh, wash. The, uh, you, you know how to wash a Corolla properly because it's a very intricate car. Oh yeah, man. I just drive up my pickup truck. <laughs> It'll be all right. No, I like I like Dixon. You know, Dixon's one that you can see when he first came on. He was real nervous, but when I listen to him now talk, he he like that intro he did for PV's that piece he posted. That was awesome. I mean, he was really smooth there. He he uh, he's really you could tell he's really starting to feel comfortable with this. Oh yeah, you know, it's, all it takes is practice. I mean, the more reps you get, the better you'll get. Nothing hard. Yeah. See, for me, it's I'm just doing the same. I've been doing the same thing for 22 years. Except usually I just roll down the window, yell at the cars, and now I just say it on anchor. Go for it. I mean, it's free speech, right? Oh, yes, yeah, I roll down the window. You some bitches, you cut me off. Now I just say the same stuff on anchor, so it works pretty good. Like a vent box, gotcha. Yeah, well, because the CB, we used to do that on the CB, but we don't really have that anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah our style asked you about the CB one time. That's right. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody hardly ever uses it. I only know one driver that uses it. It's mostly because there's you know too much f u f this. I'm gonna kick your ass. Nobody, we just don't use it anymore. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. 
It's, uh, it's different. It's different. It's different from back then and now. Oh, bad! Back in the seventies, when you were a kid, you got on the CB and you anybody cussed or, you know, they jump all over you. I mean, it was awesome. But those days are gone. They even made movies about it. Citizen Band Radio. I think that was a movie. It's been a long time. I'm currently looking at Lake Michigan as we speak. Yeah, I was looking outside my house. The drifts are high. Yeah, the uh, it's ice as far as I can see. I haven't seen ice go out that far in quite a while. And then, it was, uh, was it five degrees up there? I'm not even sure what the temperature is right now. It's probably somewhere in that area. My God. Go look. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just... Uh, uh, let's see, Cudahy. Yeah, I live in Cudahy. It's where they make all the... I don't know what they make here. So hmm. let's see. Oh, oh yeah, that's how you spell Wisconsin. I'm never here. Oh, look, it's eight degrees. Oh wow, it warmed up. Ooh man, it's it's just it's as eight eight degrees, man. It's a precipitation of zero because it's so dry, and then it's humidity uh, uh, fifty six, and then wind the wind is eleven. Yeah. Ooh. It's crazy with a fourteen mile an hour winds. Windshields gotta feel like negative pie easy or lower. Uh this one doesn't say the, the windshield. Let me see if I can pull that up. Yeah, I don't know how to use the I hardly ever use the computer. Let's see what the weather channel says. Cut hey, Wisconsin. Description. High high nine, low zero. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the wind chill here. I don't I don't know how to find it. That's crazy. That is nuts, man. But it's mostly sunny, and then tonight's sunny. And then, uh, uh, when is it going to part of the cloud? A wintery mix next Thursday is when we're talking. But it's going to be 9 today, 11 tomorrow. These are the highs. Uh, 13. Yeah, ooh, that's bad combination. And then 29. So come Sunday, Monday. So when you get out to Sunday, it starts going up to 29. And then all the way up to 32, it goes, uh, it'll be like, you know, then it, it's going to be in the 30s for the next week or two. It's like a balmy 30. <laughs> oh, 210 feels like a heat wave now. Wow. You know, after the after last week, I mean, it was like, well, when I was talking to you. It, oh, yeah, it was, it was negative 16. Yeah, negative 20s. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, and the, and the other thing is when we were um, we were coming in, uh, my co-driver, I put that diesel additive, you know, down in uh, Greenville. Uh, Illinois, before it got cold, I added that stuff. And he's like, uh, well, you don't need that and this and that. We'll be fine. I said, well, whatever. It don't cost nothing. I'm putting it in anyway. So I put, and it's supposed to be, you know, I just put one bottle in each tank. And then, you know, and then as we got up closer, he saw what you saw, you know, what I was telling you, the trucks all pulled over. And he's like, holy shit, what's going on? I said, it's all frozen because I said somebody told him not to put additive in. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I guess you were right on that one. <laughs> well because man i'm telling you you know if we break down we're on the clock which is fine you know right. I mean, you know but there is no amount of money that is worth being that cold no matter it isn't it's not worth it, you're right oh it's just painful dude and and there's a point where it's like it's not even you know it's not even um what's the word i'm looking for it's not even uh, uh, cold anymore. It's just painful. Yeah, it's like your hands will get... Now, you have heat in that truck, or do you have, like, a heater? 
they they yeah and the it's a modern vehicle yeah we got a heater in here oh wow it's just still it's just so cold outside it's just like it's unbearable right well the thing is in it was a little chilly inside the cab but a lot of that is because I'm surrounded by all those windows, you know. Oh, gotta, yeah, yeah, and I'm, and if you were to put when I, like when I put my hand on the window, it was like, whoa, that's cold. You know, the best way to tell if things are freezing, it's icing up those. Look at your mirrors. You can see it, right? Yeah, you'll see the ice hanging off the mirror because the mirror's kind of sticking out a little bit, and so on the back side of the mirror, if the ice is starting to form, that's when you know that you're getting. Um, yeah, that's when you're getting the ice built up. That's when you know. And then just because you can see the water, people say, oh, if there's water flying off the tires, it's not freezing. Oh, BS. Because, oh, yeah, that, just... yeah, there's no such thing as it's frozen. It's not frozen. There's, you know, there's in transit. Like, you grab an ice cube out of the refrigerator, and it's frozen solid. It's going to stick right, to right. your finger. It's not that big a deal. As soon as it melts a little bit and it gets a little, you know, uh, lubricant from the water, then that's when you have a hard time holding it. So it's when it's half frozen is when it's the biggest problem. Okay, wind chill is uh, eight below. I was cold. I mean, sitting at five. Wow, isn't that crazy? And then tonight, when I go to when I go to work, it'll be uh, the low will be zero. So uh, it'll be yeah. We got a uh, we got a low negative six on Saturday coming my way. <laughs> oh man, it is not fun. It's not. No, it's not. Plus, it with the wind not. chill, it's got to be negative twenty. Easy, easy. Uh, dress warm, man. Grab that jacket in the closet, the one with the ski, you know, the, the ski tag on it from when you went skiing last, you know, and uh, wear yeah. that one. With the ski you know. mask, yeah. No, the, uh, you know, the lift ticket. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I have one of those. I got to get those, yeah. In Southern California, you know, it doesn't get that cold out there, so everybody's got this uh, big heavy jacket, and they all have a bunch of, like, lift tickets, you know, on the jackets, and it's like, oh, look at me, I went skiing. Ooh, it, look, you know, I got my big heavy jacket. It's 60 degrees. Ooh. Yeah, it's, that's nice. That's real nice. That would be crazy right now. Oh, my God, man. There's no amount of money they could pay you for being cold. Right. It's just, it's just not worth it. It's not no. Worth it. No, it's not worth it at all. It's crazy. It's too much, man. It's just way too much. So that's what I do. I try to, you know, but, you know, it's the, once that shit starts to gel up, you know, the fuel filters clog up. That's it. You're toast. You're done. It's game over. Yeah, you got you to still keep maintenance even in the uh, the uh, the heat, the, the dead of the winter, right? The truck. It's, it's oh, yeah. You, well, I, the truck never shuts off. And then during the winter, I carry um, uh sleep bag. You know, worst comes to worst, man. I'm getting in that bag. You know, I, I don't, you know, I'm not staying cold. Yeah, you, you got gloves too? And the whole nine? Oh, dude, I got everything. Oh, nice, nice. I got a, uh, I got the gloves. I get the, and I got them in a bag that I hope I never have to open. Right. You yes, know, that's, that's a good idea. Got to always come yeah. prepared, right? Oh yeah, and I got those little icy things, so I can throw them in my, you know, I can throw them in my, in my pocket. Carry, and a big one. Carry extra socks, big time extra socks. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you got layers and layers of socks. Uh, do, do you have one of those, like, uh, those heaters, like those those hand heaters, like what the quarterbacks wear? Kind of one of those or no? No, the chemical ones, the little chemical ones. I got a couple of those. But uh, oh, okay, gotcha. when it's when it's that cold, the batteries die pretty quick if the truck isn't running. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because the, the truck will, the, 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 like, the lights and stuff, uh, the, you know, you could run that thing almost all day. But when it's super cold like that, maybe half an hour at the most. 
Wow. You know, and most of those trucks were on the side. They weren't stopped. Most of them were just kind of chugging along. Almost like the, the fuel was like, you know, maybe cut off, you know, like a huge portion that the percentage of the fuel wasn't getting to the truck. So they couldn't keep up their speed. So they're just kind of chugga, 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 chugga. But, you know, they kept, they kept moving because they were trying to stay warm. They should have just put the additive in. Once it gets that cold, it's, you know, it's too late. You know? right, right. Then you got to call the service guy out. But the service guy's, you know, he's sitting there working on a thousand other people. Wow. You know, so you got to wait for him to get to you. Screw that. You might as well just do something before he gets to you, right? right. Yeah, all you can do is hunker down in your bag or cover up. I got a couple of space blankets. Man, I don't mess around with that shit, man. It's just crazy, you know. And the thing is, in, in you know, like, in people who live in the winter up in areas like this, you carry stuff like that in your car, but you hope you'll never have to open that bag up, but you have it in your car. Because if you don't, you know, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Right, uh, yeah, you, you might as well be safe and sorry. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's how I look at it. So what are you doing today? Waiting to storm out then we're shoveling. Oh, I thought you were gonna go you're gonna go hit on that Giselle Giselle chick again. Oh my god. No, that was that was uh that was my okay. But that was that was actually funny because I, I, I actually called her and was like, Hey, you need help and a lot of people were asking for uh help that day. It was like New Year's Day, everyone was coming in, so I'm, I was get some people. It was actually perfect because she called in the My Anchor intro, so I started to use that day as a as a day to get more call ins. We got we got like twelve more call ins on January one, so it's pretty good. Well, that was a because she seemed to be asking the right questions. Yeah, yeah, she seemed very interested in anchor. You know, and uh, you know, and it, you obviously have known each other for quite a while. Actually, no, that was the first time we met. Oh, really? Yeah, because it sounded like you you guys were interacting really well, and she sounded pretty hot, so that worked out even better. <laughs> there you go. If <laughs> you just texted me, Kingfish always entertaining. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, you tell him, you text him back. I know, but he keeps telling stories and he won't let me get off the line. Yeah, tell him that and say, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to say. Just, <laughs> just like that. He'll, he'll laugh. <laughs> he just saw it. I can't wait for this response. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Tell him, I'm, I'm going to tell my mom to tell me I got to go clean the garage or something. No, PV's mom? No, no, you would just say, I just told my, I just wrote a letter to my mom and asked her to come yell at me to go clean the garage. Okay. And he'll be like, what, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> he, he said, he said 100 percent. 100%, my friend, laugh out loud. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Well, you know, Dude, he has. Hmm? He's got the best one hundred. Let me know your. Let him know your mom is calling you. He said. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. Oh, I just said that too, didn't I? Yeah. I'm just oh. gonna text that. You knew what you were thinking. Oh, oh my god! You know, I've been hanging around with PV too much. If he's, if he's calling me out on my stuff before I even say it. Oh my! He can god. go on for it. He said you can go. You can go on for ages. He said. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm not going to lose the signal here, so I don't even – you know what it is? I think a lot of it is is I almost don't even know how to end a thing because I usually end it because I've lost the signal. You know, it's like oh, such wow. a – you know, it's such a normal thing. So it's very rare that, you know, because most – like, well, w- with the regular phone, it's one thing. 
But when we were talking on Anchor, uh, I think Anchor uses a little bit more bandwidth than what a regular phone does. Because, you know, I, would, I wouldn't have dropped a phone call where we were dropping calls, but I was dropping Right, right. So it's probably a combination of whatever, however they're recording it or, or, you know, between the recording and the processing of the call. And then, you know, and then on top of that, the signal is probably something to do with it. I, I don't know what, what it is, but it seems about, yeah, about right. And the bandwidth is just very interesting, for sure. TV's absolutely, he's like, I knew you were joking. <laughs> TV, baby. He's got the, he's got the, he's got the laughing emoji now, the crying emoji. He always does that. Oh, you know what? When I first when I first saw that, I'm like, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" Because I, I don't know, you know, I don't know the language of emojis, you know. Right. Yeah, he always does it. They have a smiley face, uh, 100. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But you know what? I do. I better do go because I got to catch a nap because I got to leave for work at one yeah, in the yeah. morning. Yeah, but no problem. That was a good talk. I'll let Artist Style know too. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's doing so. Yeah, he's over there in Hollywood, probably pimping to the. To the to the to the Hollywood uh, elite over there at the uh, at the Whole Foods grocery store. Yeah, Whole Foods got the fresh organic stuff out there. You know there was a there was a oh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but right around the store because he's not that far from where I used to work. There used to be this famous like hippie store that they always. I'm sure Maria Humphreys knows. You know what she probably she probably, she probably yeah she probably knows. <laughs> oh, doesn't she have the best voice, dude? Yeah, honestly, it's like it's like that. Uh, hey, oh, not not SP. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to emulate. It's like that. It's like that. She says something about Kundalini rising or something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like it's like she's, it's like she's telling a, a joke to, you know, it's like you know what you know what I mean. It's like she's got an audience there, but she's the only one there, and you know, she. I think she interacts with her with her, you know, she brings she makes you feel like you're there, right? Like right. she's like she's talking to you, and she's just so funny, and then. You know, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell? That's when I knew there was something, you know, I'll leave with this. I knew there was something wrong with my, my anchor. I wasn't getting some of the, I, had to, I, I deleted it and then reinstalled it because my dial was, was looking kind of weird. It wasn't certain shows well, right there. Was it just one and then it was just your show and everything else was gone? No, it was like uh, Maria Humphreys wasn't there. Uh, you weren't there. Uh, PV, well, one of his was, you know, like half of them weren't there. And it wasn't updating properly, so I just deleted it and then brought it back, and everything was fine. But I knew, but I wrote back Maria. Software. I said, yeah, yeah, I said, I said, I, said oh, I know there was something wrong with this thing. I said because I didn't see a post from you for like twenty four hours, and there's no way that you could not talk for twenty four hours. I said, yeah, she went to Alaska. That was the that was the only time when she went on vacation. That was it. Yeah, it was just before that, and yeah. I thought I said, there's no way this hippie chick is not going to talk for twenty four hours. Right, right, and you know, she got the joke. She was laughing about it, but I was like, because she had said something, and I wanted to hear the follow up, and I kept thinking, God, why isn't she? You know, you, she leave me hanging. I want to hear the rest of her story, and then that's when I realized, oh, there's something. Because I, I, when I got home, I saw it on the computer. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So it was one of those deals. Yeah, dial's kind of kind of sketchy. I got you. It's all good though. We should but, fix though. Yeah, it would be nice to see Anchor. Um, uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't care about the monetizing, but it'd be nice to see it expand more like its own, you know, make it more like its own radio station. Anchor, be anchor, unique anchor. I got you. More of its uh, personality. Got you. Yeah, you know, or or maybe like, a, maybe if they had like a internet, if Anchor did an internet radio. That's something to think about. Yeah, you know, put that in the ether. Yeah, you can make suggestions like that on uh, support. 
they're pretty open. Well, you know, it'd be kind of neat because, you know, people that don't have the app or don't have this, you could do an internet radio and then you could just stream just whatever pops up as it hits the feed. Yeah, whatever's in your head, right, 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 at the time. Yeah, I did, I, that's something I think we could, we could, I could definitely see for sure. Hell, we could even do that ourselves. Yeah, right. We could do a lot of things on this app. Creativity is unbelievable. That's for sure. Because, you know, all you got to do is just grab the feed and put it, you know, tell people what you're doing. And most of the people here, they, they won't share. Most of the people here are frustrated creative types that don't have the audience that they should because the corporate media overshadows anything of originality. Right. Yeah, corporate media. We're trying to break that barrier here. Well, that's what's nice about this. You can, you can come out here and, and you could do your thing for 500 people. And if they like it, hey, that's awesome. Who cares? You know, more, more people. But the people that are listening to it are actually want to listen to you. They yeah, want to hear it. Yeah. They're not just skimming through or, you know, breezing. All right, right. Yeah, and, that, and that's just it. Do you want to, do you want to be heard by 50,000 and, you know, that don't want to hear you? Or do you want to be heard by 500 that really want to hear you? Quality over quantity, right? Yeah, especially with the musicians. You oh, know, yeah, the, a lot of great you know, musicians out here. Yeah, the musicians. And the nice thing about the musicians is that you don't hear the, the um, after it's been totally cleaned up and you're hearing, like, the raw stuff. Like, like you know, and uh, the classic one is Jesse from Jesse's Music. You know, it's he's music, playing yeah. Yeah, he's playing the Christmas music. And it was like, oh, wow, this is really good. He's got the kids. 12 Days playing. of Anchor. Yeah. But, no, the one where he's playing, the kids are playing with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good one, too. And then the one of the kids goes, Happy Thanksgiving. And they're just like, no, no, it's Christmas. Thanksgiving was last week. Oh, the last, the last month. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was good. Was, oh, man, that was great. That was, that was, that was, you couldn't have made that up. It's you know? real. That was real. Yeah, it was on the spot. Real. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cute because, you know, the kid was so enthusiastic and into the holidays. And you could tell the kids were into the singing. You know, they're singing with their dad. And, you know, and he's playing, you know, and it was just, it was such a, genuine, and it was such a really cool moment. And you, you know, you think about that. It's like you can't get that in many, uh, many other platforms, right? Right. No, and not only that, but where where are you going to get it? And it's not like made up. Oh yeah, not nowhere. At least I don't. I don't know. Like nowhere. Yeah. yeah, it was so genuine, and the in the in the 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 sweetness of the kids, the innocence of the kids singing, you know, really brought it home. It wasn't like you know they're they're not perfect actors. It's nice to see those little bloopers. I really, you know, I thought that was one of the best posts I saw over the holidays. Jesse, you had the best post over the holidays. Kingfish you know, approved. <laughs> oh, dude, it was awesome. I was, I was, I even left my lane. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, those people in the station wagon that were next to me, they, they'll, uh, they might want to have a talk with you, Jesse, about that one. But other than that, it was good with me. You know, remember, it's only an accident if somebody sees it. That's true. It's just like a bank, right? It's only a robbery, so. <laughs> It's only an accident if somebody sees it. Damn dash exactly. cams, damn dash cams ruining the fun for everybody. Oh yeah, of course. Got those uh, dash it's just cams. wrong. Yeah, it's just wrong, man. It's just wrong. But anyway, yeah, I'll leave for uh, uh, tomorrow. We leave for California. We leave at the uh, uh, load's supposed to be ready at seven in the morning, but I suspect it'll probably be late again because of the because of the weather. California yeah. dream. That's right. Oh, dude, the, if, when it's sub degree like this, if you go to hook up the airlines. They literally could shatter in your hands when you go to hook them up. Oh wow! Yeah, I've seen it happen. It's uh, I've seen brakes, you know, uh, catch on fire. 
Cold does a lot of damage to trucks. It's, uh, you know, you just have to be really careful. And it's easy to overlook stuff because you're so cold and you're in a hurry that you, you know, you miss stupid little things that you never would have missed before. So you have to take the few moments and you have to just suck it up and go out there. You know, you got to dress like a bank robber, you know, with the full face mask and the gloves. Right, full-fledged full everything, yeah. Yeah, you dressed up like Ralphie's little brother in Christmas Story. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And the worst thing, the worst thing you have is Oh, yeah, uh, yes. The cold, see, especially, see, yeah. So the thing is, but you put on all this stuff, then you got to get in the truck, then you got to take it all off because you don't really want to drive with all that because it's kind of a burden, you know. And then you just... You know, so the winter's a bitch, but hopefully, uh, you know, it doesn't really get cold like this that often, man. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a polar, it's, they, they say it's the polar vortex. I think they're, they're onto it, right? Uh, you know what it is? It's like the stock market. After it hits, they're like, well, you know, up in the polar region and the vortex and this and that. And then, and then the same guy will be like, and the stock market went down today because Donald Trump farted. And it's like. <laughs> You, you'll never say that it it's going to go up or it's going to go down beforehand based on what's going to happen. They'll always tell you why it went up or why it went down after the fact. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, but always, yeah, yeah, that's the way that shit always works. Anyway, I'm going to get going, KT. I got to, uh, in fact, I got to try to. I'm going to try to call Jeremiah real quick because I I told him yesterday I was going to call him, but the timing just didn't work out. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely publish this. Feel free to echo it as always. Oh, I definitely am, man. It'll, 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 uh, uh, just me ranting and, and you going, you know, you know, how do I get this guy off the phone? It's going to be good for a little longer. <laughs> yeah, we got Aristotle and then PV, of course, in there for three. Oh, it's too bad Aristotle, uh, uh, dropped off. You know, Aristotle and PV are, uh, they even each other out. Right. And we got the one who's always inquisitive, and then we got PV 100%, my friend, every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause I, I don't think, uh, I don't think PV can answer a question. Even if you ask him a joke question, he's going to answer it serious. Right. You know, he just, you know, he's just very genuine that way. And oh, Aristotle yeah. is just the opposite. I don't think he could answer a question serious if his life depended on it. <laughs> so they, so they, right. they, they, they balance each other out so well. Yeah, like you know, compliments. They, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they really, I, I, I would love to see just the Aristotle and PV show. Aristotle, PV show. That'd you know, great. That'd be at great. the at the based at the Mustang Ranch in Reno. <laughs> wow, would that be awesome? The Aristotle PV. I can see it now. We got that cool logo. We got PVs like the mask, and then we got Aristotle with the beard. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh my god. god! Well, the beard would be like a mask, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. It was just covered. Oh my god. Oh my god! Oh. And then we'll, then we'll have Midas come in and run around for distraction, <laughs> like a little oh. kid. Ah! Like a little yeah. yappy dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or a sheep or a goat. What is that? Goat. Oh, that's too funny. All right, I'll talk to you later, KT. I gotta go. Oh, I, I, gotta, I gotta pretend like I've been working. You got KT. Got me. I've been working. Shh, don't tell you. Got me. You're good. <laughs> later. Yep. Hey guys, update here. Just uh, chilling. Just came back from shoveling, so talk to you guys a little bit. Kevin, I was thinking of you when I saw on Twitter today that Oregon um, basically makes their citizens now pay, uh, pump their own gas. I was wondering if that would be the same exact outcome if New Jersey were to pump their own gas. I don't know if you saw the videos, but like people lit their cars on fire and had no idea how to use the gas pump. 
And uh, I'd just like to take your few uh, opinions on it. If you haven't checked it out yet, just type in hashtag Oregon Gas and you will see all the hilarious... <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just like... Look, you open up the gas tank and you just pop your thing in the... Uh, in the gas and then you press the little button and the little lever. I don't know. I was just taking, I wanted to know what your uh, few takes on that whole situation and what would Josie be like if it, if they did this. Hey, they talk about, so yeah, I heard about the Oregon gas and they have to pump their own fuel. That could be coming to our area. We'll see about that. Uh, I hope not, but you know, we'll be ready for anything. Yeah, lighting car on fire. That's, uh, it's extreme, but I guess uh, some people, uh, I guess they just really, uh, it's really neat. So we'll see what happens. Thanks for letting me know. What's up, guys? This is a cool video you guys want to watch. It's my boy Leon. He's rapping. Check it out. I'll shout Leon Composition for listening to the YouTube segment. Uh, YouTube segment. Appreciate him coming on. Appreciate the link, man. Hope this helps, my friend. Keep doing your thing. I'll shout Kingfish for coming on the Touch Talk today. Appreciate your time, my man. Keep doing your thing. Shout PV. Appreciate you, PV, listening to the Carrie Ann interview. That touch talk that with Kingfish Aristotle. Keep being you, my friend. Shout out to Small Town Hustle. Appreciate you, Amy, for listening to the segments. Keep doing your thing. Thanks for the call and publish today. Shout out to 31 Air Radio. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for so much for listening. Appreciate you just taking the time out of your day to come by the KT station. Great touch talk we had. Keep it easy. Night, guys. KT, I feel much better than this morning. I got a long day ahead of me. Got a couple of interviews to do, so. I'm peacing out. Keep it easy, my friends. Let's play some night songs.